Music has an incredible ability to proclaim the soul's language beyond what mere words can speak. That is what we seek as we invite our guests to share their song of the soul. Be it joy and laughter, sorrow and tears, awe and insight, or deepest devotion, as we visit and listen, we are all part of a spiritual voyage called Song of the Soul. One Good Thing Leads to Another, and the richness of the Song of the Soul I did with Andrew Calhoun led directly to today's guest, Leslie Smith, through his passionate advocacy. Leslie has shined as part of all the great folk locales, the Newport, Kerrville, and South by South music festivals and others, and her songs have been done by many folk greats, although I think they are best out of Leslie's own mouth and guitar. Along the way to now, she did a stint as part of a New York bluegrass band called Arabesque, but then she headed back to Pittsburgh, back to her center. Her influences include country and bluegrass, as well as lots of folk, but the music that flows out of her is all Leslie Smith, with lyrics, voice, and guitar that massage the heart and the gut in the real hurts and hopes of life. She joins us via Zoom from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Leslie, what a wonderful day to have you here today for Song of the Soul. Thank you, Mark. It's nice to see you. And I'm seeing you, and I'm seeing what I think is a spinning wheel behind you. Do you actually spin? I don't. It was my mom's. It wasn't antique. She just was really into early American things of any kind. Do you recognize this? Oh, yes. <laughs> it's yeah. sitting in our window. Uh, oh. Sandra, is it from Amana? Yeah. She grew up in the Amana colonies, which was a German religious community in Iowa. Wow. And they did spin. Yeah. One of the big things there was the woolen mill. Oh, very nice. (laughs) So you've got that wonderful thing. What else am I not seeing that comes from (laughs) your mother and those wonderful things? My cat. You're not seeing my lovely cat. (laughs) Well, introduce me to your cat. Who is your cat? Audrey. Very fluffy, orange and white Audrey, yes. She was named after Hank Williams' first wife. So you must have been a Hank Williams fan along the way. Which song is favorite? Come on. You Win Again, I guess, is my one of my favorites. It was my favorite to sing. Tell me about your singing career. When did you start out? I started out actually in like Highland dancing. My father was Scottish and eventually when he died, my mother got me more into singing. So I started singing Scottish songs with another young man. And I do mean we were young. We were like 11, maybe. And we started singing Scottish songs for people like at rest homes and Scottish groups. So that's when I started singing. Then I started playing the guitar about age 12 from a wonderful classical guitarist, Don Batiste. And I was smitten with the guitar. So I started singing in little competitions through the guitar organizations. That was my first foray into really singing and playing the guitar. So you're doing this in your early teens? Very early teens. And my grandmother raised me to a large extent because my mom and dad both worked. And my dad died when I was 10. So... 
I had a lot of grief left over, but my mom, because he died, she started getting me to sing more Scottish songs. So anyway, my grandmother raised me to a large extent, as I was saying, and we used to feed the birds an awful lot. And that brings me to my first song, which is Sparrows. She had me cut up little tiny, weeny, teeny pieces of leftovers for the beardies, as she called them. (laughs) And she was Italian, though. Very Italian. Didn't speak English. Is that an Italian pronunciation of birdies? It was just her pronunciation, (laughs) um, minus any particular language. I'm a bit confused. So there's Italian, there's Scottish. Yes. On your mother's side, there's, which are the influences? What are the nationalities? My mother had Italian influences. She was Italian. Okay, so that's your Italian grandmother. Yes, and my father was very Scottish, and he was raised in Scotland. I mean, not raised, but he came over from Scotland. So, except for the loss of your father at age 10, you would have been a dancing sensation dancing around the world. Yes, I did dance for a while. I did do ballet. I did Scottish dancing and won a lot of medals, and then I changed over to ballet and was very good at that. But you said your first song is going to be about sparrows. And it's on your most recent release, A Shifting of Clay. And the story that unfolds in here, the grandmother with her kids or grandkids, Mm -hmm. which was your situation, but this isn't your grandmother, this is some other one? Like I said, I worked as a secretary for many years and I took many, many buses. And one of those memorable buses is the 51C, anybody from Pittsburgh would know. It's just wild. There are people biting each other, hitting each other. It's just a wild bus. And often I would see people, both women and men, just shoving cell phones at their kids. And just, this is their entertainment and don't bother me. Just watch this on the cell phone. This particular woman was telling stories to her young grandchildren. And that just really struck me. You might have been amused on Friday when I was at my wife and our one of our daughter-in-laws uh, were having a joint thrift sale, rummage sale. Uh-huh. My wife was working her therapy job, so I covered for several hours. And our granddaughter is there, who's five years old. Anyway, she wanted me to sit and tell her stories because I make up all kinds of fanciful stories for her. I usually include some moment of truth, but (laughs) the beautiful truth in this song, folks, by Leslie Smith, it's from her most recent album, Shifting of Clay. It's called Sparrows. She's last words from the tip of her tongue. She's heard bells in the curses of a young. Flapped her wings when there was nowhere to fly Buried her girl in the dirt beneath the rolling sky Her daughter she loved that needle bad Left her raising two grandkids on her own We're leaning with this bus's bend Pigeons are doves, that's true. 
story about Leslie Smith's experience and echoes of her experience growing up, being raised by her own grandmother. The song is Sparrows. It's from A Shifting of Clay. The best way to get hold of Leslie Smith, by the way, is at lesliesmith.bandcamp.com. The link is on northernspiritradio.org. Again, this is your maternal grandmother who had a big hand in raising you. Yes. So for me, often feeding the birds is like a prayer. I had a half a duplex and I was often feeding the birds and the deer and whoever would come. But then when I didn't have that duplex anymore, I moved into this small apartment and I no longer had access to feeding birds. But I found a way. I found a loophole. I am putting bird food up in my corner of my window and they're leaving things for me. (laughs) What kind of things are they leaving? I used to think that feeding the birds was like just, you know, praying into the universe and 
but now they're actually they're leaving me feathers and somebody's Palm Sunday remnants and just all different things. And I've heard that crows do that. Well, it's nice to get gifts, especially such beautiful Rudy gifts. Uh, <laughs> yeah. We get them from the mice because I live in the country. There are a lot of mice running around here. And I'm sometimes amazed how they'll take food and they'll travel 30 plus feet through rooms and doors and closets and make a stash of something somewhere. Whatever their mind is doing, uh, I don't quite understand. But if I was wiser, I would. You said your father died when you were 10. My mother died when I was nine, so I know something about the experience. You continued to live with your mother, though, right? With your grandmother's help. Yes. I was actually, myself and my six siblings were split up amongst aunts and uncles for a year until my dad remarried. Okay. So I didn't have my grandmother or grandmother, Mm -hmm. grandfather taking care of me. I had aunt and uncle who were dear to me to this day. Wonderful. And how many were you? Just one. I was an only child, and my daughter is an only child. As opposed to the 40 or so first cousins I have. Wow. <laughs> it's crazy. I have good cousins, though. I do have good cousins. With the Catholic influence, you're supposed to have more kids. What happened here? Just <laughs> Yeah, I was real interested in having a music career at one point. And, you know, I did. I played the Newport Folk Festival in Kerrville and many, many house concerts and South by Southwest. But I always had this longing to be near my daughter. And I always had cats. So I always had this kind of like nurturing component to myself that I didn't want to be away from home a lot. And anyway, when I did make an album, these things wrapped with Darlene Wilson, who has produced many notable people. And she produced an album called Cry, Cry, Cry for Lucy Kaplansky, Dar Williams and Richard Schindel. And so she asked them to try this acapella version of my song, Northern Cross. Did you do it acapella or how could you do? They've got all the voices in there melding, the three of them. Yeah, but I just did it myself. I just sang myself, yeah. But they took that in a different direction. Also, Molly O'Brien recorded the song with Tim O'Brien and Jerry Douglas and the gang. And that was also very beautiful. Where does it come from, Northern Cross? We're all used to the Southern Cross. Yes. One of my daughter's children's books was about astronomy, and it showed the Northern Cross in the sky. And I just took that as my title. And are you a stargazer as well? No. Well, there's a beautiful song written by Leslie Smith, our guest here today for Song of the Soul. The song is Northern Cross. It's from an album called Cry, Cry, Cry. She just lifted off. Richard and Lucy and Dar are the artists whose voices you hear as we listen to Northern Cross. I've gone running from the devil Times I've beaten down his path I've seen the flight of the dove And I've stumbled my way back Miles and miles of inner state Night's not meant to last I can take this road all the way to Tulsa But I cannot stop my yearning for you They say a simple life's the best But you would never know The 
way we complicate this world, Lion's King, the lamb lies low. All I wanted was your love, the taste of your sweet kiss. That river may flow deep and wide, but it cannot stop my longing for this. So meet me on Red Mountain, lace of laurel, bed of moss, where the winds forever howling beneath that northern. When that final deal goes down, I'll gladly pay the cost. If my soul can be a station high upon that northern cross, then I would have a bird's eye view. I'd watch you night and day in casting off my mortal self. Maybe all this yearning will go away. Oh, meet me on Red Mountain, lace of laurel, bed of moss, where the winds forever howling beneath that northern cross. Except for your face shining beneath that northern cross. Our joy today is that we have Leslie Smith here. You didn't hear her voice just now, though. You heard the voices of Richard Schindel, Lucy Kaplansky, and Dar Williams, all folk musician legends in their own right. And so they're following in Leslie Smith's footsteps with her song, Northern Cross. You've made me really feel the need to go to Red Mountain. Where is it? Well, we have the Laurel Mountains near us in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, and they're really beautiful. I mean, it's just like being in Scotland. Or it's just beautiful. We don't have a Red Mountain, but there is a painting by Georgia O'Keeffe of Red Mountain. And that's where I took that image from her painting. I was 20 the first time I saw Pennsylvania. I was traveling with two friends. We drove from Wisconsin, where I'd been raised. And I'd seen Texas and so on, but I hadn't been east. Driving when we got into Pennsylvania and the beautiful old mountains that are there just took my breath away just so much. I developed a great love there too on the way. Have you been a lifelong inhabitant of that area? Yes, I did live in New York City for about two years when I was young. I sang bluegrass kind of with a little bluegrass band called Arabesque, and we sang throughout the village and different places. But, you know, it was always just carrying a can around. We never got really paid. So it was very hard to last in New York City on busking. Have you performed alone or with other people much? How's that mix been for you? 
I have performed with other people. It's been fine. I currently, well, most recently I've sang in the studio on a shifting of play. Steve Cunningham and I, he sang harmony to me and we have sung out that way too. We have performed in that formation as well with Mark Perna, a bass player who is a good friend of mine and who we will probably play out again soon. So yeah, I have played in other situations. And when you perform with Steve and Mark, do you call yourself other than Leslie Smith? No. Just keep it simple. Yeah, yeah. I guess the next song is Abraham Kofer, which is, I really took a lot of inspiration from knowing Andrew Calhoun. I titled the song after his initials, but (laughs) because I was inspired by his guitar playing, which was very interesting to me. And because I had studied classical guitar, it was beautiful and familiar When I was married, I went on a trip to North Carolina and found this book, which is called My Folks Don't Want Me to Talk About Slavery. It's edited by Belinda Hermans. It is thousands of remarkable interviews sponsored by the Federal Writers Project during the 1930s of former slaves. And so I read through the book and came up with a composite kind of and named Tim Abraham Kofer, but you know, his experiences were similar to others in the book. I didn't want to just steal someone's story. That's how I came up with that song. And also, Andrew had put out compilations on Waterbug, which were many different artists. And one of his compilations, he asked me to write a song. And so I did. That's where Abraham Kofer came from. It's on A Shifting of Clay by Leslie Smith. Let's go back in history to the 1930s. Someone tickling the ivories. Old man at the ivories plays sweetly Fiery Scavat and Claire de Lune My mama never married He says See mama was a queen It's 1936, Wake County Hall. I still can see that night like it was yesterday. Wind howling through the cypress, me and my brother us going to join the Yanks.
a look That Santee River So cold and black and smooth But underneath All the currents gonna rise And rage forever Until it meets the surface Till it makes its peace Me, I always loved the music So full of money I learned to play this piano here Just like the white man in the cracks between the keys Hear the blood, hear the river My mama was a queen Yes, ma'am Another beautiful song by Leslie Smith, Abraham Kofer. You said, Leslie, that it is based on or inspired, I guess, by the book, My Folks Don't Want Me to Talk About Slavery. Are you generally a social activist or is this just a, a, a new interest of yours or passion? Well, actually, I wrote this quite a number of years ago for one of Andrew's compilations and I just re-sang it for a shifting of play. I am by nature a social activist, I think. I am just always concerned for the little guy and the person who's experiencing hardship. And I think that since high school, I've been writing, visiting communities other than my own and writing stories, essays, poems about them. And being a former or current Unitarian, that's kind of the gist of the religion is learning other people's stories and other religions and helping promote social justice. Of course, and it's not an exaggeration if I say some of my best friends are Unitarians. In fact, on the <laughs> board of directors for Northern Spirit Radio, two of our members are UUs. Ah. Of course, the other activist group I think of religiously besides Quakers, of course, is UCC. And our longtime board president has been a UCC minister as well. So I get all those good influences, help support Northern Spirit Radio, Get Out, Song of the Soul, and Spirit in Action. That's very good. And folks, I do want to make sure you know, org. you can trace the link. So like when you want to get a hold of Leslie Smith, lesliesmith.bandcamp.com, we have that link on our site and link to all these other people. She's mentioned several times, Andrew Calhoun, who I interviewed just a month or so ago. And he's the one who said, you got to get a hold of Leslie. She's the real thing. She's, oh. You were number one on his lips. Well, he's very dear. He's very dear person. I um, met him when I was making these things wrapped or met him across the states via his poetry book. I was reading when I was recording in Boston with Darlene Wilson. She had one of his poetry books, his early poetry books, and I just fell in love with it. So when I made my album, I sent it to him and he agreed to promote it and put it on his label. 
Waterbug Records is that label. And again, the links are on nordenspiritradio.org, plus a place for you to post comments, like on this interview. As yeah. We get to have this wonderful visit with Leslie. We'd love to have your voice join in, too. So post a comment when you visit. There's a place to donate under support. And right now, we have special bonus items that you can get with our donations. The thing is, I get rich in music. And so if you just look on our site, you'll find some of the CDs that you'll get along with your donation. And again, thanks to all the wonderful musicians who bring their music through Song of the Soul, bring it to the world. In a lot of ways, I think that music is one of the best healing tools that we have for this world. It's gold in oral form. The song we just heard, again, Abraham Kofer, is from a shifting of clay. You've heard Leslie mention her other album, These Things Wrapped. When did These Things Wrapped come out? 1995. And that's a long time in between. I understand you've been a secretary and raising your daughter. How old's your daughter now? With her dad's help, of course. He remarried, but he's still in the picture, which is good for her. Yeah, I spent a lot of time not recording, but I also did performances like I opened for Julian Buddy Miller at a place in town. So I could perform without traveling. The next song was also done by Sam Pacetti. I don't know if you're familiar with him, but no, I'm not. He does a wonderful job, but I couldn't find it for you. I was looking to find a recording from his album. He's wonderful. He's a wonderful guitarist. But he claimed that this was kind of the water bug theme song. So, <laughs> so, and this particular recording is from one of the compilations, one of the anthologies that were done by Waterbug. It wouldn't be Dark Horses you're talking about right here, is it? Yes. <laughs> and but- on these anthologies were wonderful artists, Kat Eggleston, Tom Payne, Kate McLeod, Aaron Corday, Bob Frankie, Chuck Brodsky, Jonathan Bird, just Andrew loved to have artists just conglomerated together to produce a work of art. And so this was a song that I did for him. I went into a little studio in Mount Lebanon, PA, and just sang this song. And it was about 11 years ago now. Well, folks, Dark Horses is by Leslie Smith. She just listed off all those other musicians more than 50% of whom I've interviewed before. So please come to NordenSpiritRadio.org, track down the link to Leslie Smith, and connect up again with the song Dark Horses.
got the burlesque queen out back Gangster roll crawling up your sleeve A hellish who is who Your heart might like a home Instead it stops in for a drink Where no one knows its name It just gets pointed to But if the wind would call you I'm sure you'd go And it could drag you clear to Bangkok You'd hang on tight You'd never look below Saying I know there's this somewhere in the sun Where the dark horses get to And round and round They can see the fire But they don't feel the spark And they don't hear that same wind And they don't see these diamonds Shining here in the dark Oh, I have sworn I'm not like you sure if she's a dark horse or not. Leslie Smith is our guest today. I've got a link to where you can find more of her music on Bandcamp. Dark horses, though, I sense competing desires in your heart. Part of you that wants to be out roaming the world's free, and the part of you that's also rooted and solid and home. Are those constantly at war? Have you just come down on one side of that tug of war? Well, I think I've gotten older. And so my perspective has changed as all of ours do. I just recently ordered a book called The Making of an Old Soul, which I'm interested in reading. Yeah, I think that those factors do come to play in my life, just kind of a yearning and then a almost agoraphobia. <laughs> so I think they're both part of me. And, and right now, I think I have a yearning to play out more. But we have the Three Rivers Arts Festival right now in Pittsburgh, which always brings in big names. And even as big as Leslie Smith. Yeah, I have played it many times, yes. But <laughs> Everything else, too, Curve You, etc. You've been around 
around, but at a certain point you dialed it back. Have you kept up at least monthly or something performing, or has that not been the case? Monthly is probably not accurate. I probably have let months slide and perhaps years slide at times. I guess with the pandemic that it's a little tricky to be out there. I know that people are right now, but I'm pretty cautious. But yeah, we do get a lot of big names for We had Sierra Howe played last night and really impressive people have played at the Arts Festival. But I guess I've taken a backseat for a while and I need to get back out there. That's my yearning right now. Do you play the guitar regularly? Because my feeling, just the music of yours I've been exposed to so far, I feel such a loving connection flowing through the guitar. I have a hard time thinking of you not having a guitar in your hand daily. I have a guitar in my hand daily, and I sing daily. My cousin and I were just talking about how vocal changes happen as you age, but I think it's important to sing daily. It's really good for the blood pressure for everybody to sing, not not me, but everybody to sing a little bit daily with the radio or with a choral recording, whatever way. Yeah, guitar is Really, I have to play. When I record, I have to play the guitar and sing at the same time. So you don't do a cappella songs at all? I've done a cappella songs out, like playing out and stuff. But I mean, I have to play the guitar at the same time. I can't play the guitar on a track and then sing. That's hard for me. A lot of people sing. And also on this, on a shifting of play, there was no computer graphic essence to it. It was all live recording. And if you messed up, you got to do it again. So this is authentic folk music. There's been increases in technology, which are wonderful, which Which produce incredible Mm -hmm. music. I've got a stepson who produces CDs, master CDs, and the incredible stuff that they can do. But when we hear Leslie Smith sing and play, it's just the real Leslie Smith. No computer ghosts helping you out. Well, let's share another one of the songs of artistry that come from Leslie Smith. What's next? Midnight Pirouette, which a friend had written a song by that title. And he called me and he said, I have this title, but I couldn't write the song. And I said, well, can I take it? And he said, sure, because I'm coming up with nothing. And so I wrote the song. And I always felt that elderly people had a vivacious, important self to be, even as they aged, even as they grew with age. So I imagined a romance here for these two. I think you must have some kind of connection also with nursing homes or whatever we call them, rest homes, that kind of thing. This one takes place in one. You mentioned your first music, singing was in Nurse Home. And let me see, where's the other one? I do mention in Abraham Kofer that he's living in a home estate. That's right. Yeah, that that's the one I was thinking of. Have you done much music there? Or have you been mainly on the folk stage elsewhere? Yeah, mainly not so much in nursing homes or retirement communities, um, whatever, their assisted living. I haven't done too much, but it's worth a thought. Thank you, because I think that they might be appreciative. And There's a, a friend of mine. I met her folk dancing 
you know, 40 years ago when I was in Milwaukee. And we were friends all along. And she used to do music regularly in nursing homes and the like. She did a wonderful old selection of other people's songs. It brings people so to life to touch music. And I think you just do that through your music. So I can't help but think that would be a great gift to the world. Again, we're talking about leading up to Midnight Pirouette. I want to tell you, you almost deceived me into falling in love with it the very first time I heard it. I wasn't looking at the lyrics, I'm just listening, and I thought I heard Eau Claire, which is the city where I live. Oh, yes. Eau Claire, and it's, you know, it's old Claire that oh, you're no. saying in there. You, you tricked me into that. That was, that was very clever of you. Mm-hmm. Especially having done it, you know, more than 20 years ago, and you didn't even know who I was. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you mentioned that from your dad, you had the influence as dancing. Have you retained your dancership? I took a class during the pandemic. I took a video class with Pittsburgh Ballet Theater and was getting back into it. Right now, I have a bad knee that's bad to complain about, but I have to see what's going on with that. And then I would like to return because dancing, it's also good for everybody to dance at least once a day. Dance and love go together so well. Here's Midnight Pirouette by Leslie Smith.
Claire kept to her room all but only one single tear fell into her safe box of dreams where he'd been all along where it stroked her skin oh, but she'd never tell her silver slippers his goofy grin if just a momentary spin but a lovely waltz you'd be surprised time don't Of a midnight pirouette, the ever long for a midnight pirouette. A lovely waltz. That's from an album called These Things Wrapped by Leslie Smith. Midnight Pirouette is the song. And this is a song of all of yours that won my heart. Not just because of the reference to old Claire, old Claire, (laughs) but because dancing is so important to me. And in fact, my wife of 27 years, we really connected. I, I got her to come international folk dancing. She told me she was clumsy. She didn't dance. And I badgered her until she came dancing. And by midnight, she was my sweetheart. And, oh, that's beautiful. <laughs> and, yeah. Well, I was, I'm so blessed with this marriage, with this dance partner. Yeah. One of our, our wedding agreements between ourselves, this wasn't for general publication, is that I save all of the waltzes for her. Oh, good for you. It was a condition, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Yeah. She knows that my heart travels on my feet. Mm-hmm. Good. And by the way, I would just mention that you have such a gift with words. You say you've been working at the university as secretary. Which departments or areas have you been working? Well, I retired a couple of years ago. And I after I retired, I worked at a library and then also at a home health agency. But I was working mostly in the nursing department of Pitt. But also I had previously worked in the provost's office and invoice audit and, <laughs> and all those things yeah all those things that happen yeah I, I was just thinking it had to be the english literature because in part well like in the song dark horses mm-hmm. one of your phrases you've got callus on your lifeline oh wow that is such an image so beautifully put and they're all throughout your songs that kind of thing are you a literature devotee or a, a you know poetry writer yourself i mean you mentioned andrew calhoun does it but so you've got the appreciation there i was a member of several poetry groups and i did write a lot of poems and a friend of mine connie winnicky Winnicky, Winnicky. She is a poet. She's a poet by profession. And so I would toss my poems back to her and she'd toss them back to me and they always improved. <laughs> but I do like to write poetry, but I haven't. I remember at one point I tore up a bunch of my poetry and got rid of it, which is what I did at some point with my songs too. So I'm kind of self destructive in that way. <laughs> 
Yeah, so... Why, um, why did you do that? I mean, I just, my heart uh, just hurts thinking of it. I was afraid somebody would find them and read them, so I didn't want to be negative. <laughs> I mean, but poetry is, you know, it can be all kinds of things. It can be heart cleansing uh, amongst yes. other things. Well, let's finish off. I think we got time for one more song. How should yeah, we do and that'll this? That'll be a traditional Scottish song that was written in 1791 by Robert Burns. It is to Caledonian Hunt's Delight, which was a Scottish air way back when, and Robert Burns put words to it. And it is one of the songs that I sang with my mom after my dad's death at a one of those portable organs on a TV tray, if you recall those. I recall, yes. <laughs> you turn them on, you turn them off. And we sang together. And we actually sang at a coffee house much later. We sang Oh, Rowan Tree. And I sang Oh, Rowan Tree with my daughter just a few years ago at a coffee house. And so bringing the Scottish back is, you know, helpful in grief. In grief, but there's a fondness in grief. Yes. As Paul Simon wrote, if I never loved, I never would have cried. That's right. So right. Those tears are a sign of love. Yes. So I choose to see them. Thank you. So the last song we're sharing today from Leslie Smith. And again, I've got a link to her band camp site. It highlights her latest recording, which is called A Shifting of Clay. Her other recording you'll find out in the world somewhere is These Things Wrapped. And you can still get that on Amazon, but they have very few, very few. Yes. But these days people download everything, don't they? So anyway, there's a few different choices. Mainly you should be lucky enough to be in the Pittsburgh area and be able to hear her perform out. And Leslie, you're just having my cheers and encouragement to share your music widely. As long as your knee doesn't bother you too much, I want you to get out there and <laughs> yeah. open your heart and your mouth and those wonderful strings dancing on the guitar. Thank you so much for joining me today for Song of the Soul. Thank you so much, Mark. The song is Ye Banks and Braes. Again, the poem by Robert Burns put the music of the Caledonian Hunt's delight. We'll see ye next week for Song <laughs> of the Soul.
The theme music for Song of the Soul is by Chris Williamson, and it is called Song of the Soul. Check out all things Song of the Soul on northernspiritradio.org, guests, links, stations, and a place for your feedback, suggestions, and support. Send your Songs of the Soul to me, Mark Helpsmeet, via the info on our website, and join us weekly for Song of the Soul.